Joe, stop, stop chewing. It's time to get swifty. Stop chewing. No. Stop chewing. You ain't my daddy. That sweetie. All right. It is <sighs> swallowed. Consider it swallowed. It's Friday, guys. It's time for what the fuck mystery. Me and Joe hit the sweet shop up like we were kids coming. Can you tell by the energy? On I'm a sorry, Friday. I've just blown your eardrums off. I'm having the first fizzy drink I've had since my colonoscopy, and it tastes fucking good. Um, Joe is fucking on a sugar high. Oh, from chewing some sweet, sweet, sweets. Sweet, sweet. And this is the type of energy we. This is the type of stuff we have to do to deliver. M- murder mysteries Not just murder mysteries Why do I say murder mysteries? They're not all murder mysteries, right? We've done a lot of murder recently Are you out for that Or you've just given away the mystery? Well, this one's a good one This one's a fucking doozy, Joe It's, it's a very famous mystery um, I do think you you will actually have some knowledge of this mystery Whoa, It must be very famous I find this mystery fascinating I find it really interesting um, I know you're not meant to have fav- favourite mysteries But this is one of my favourite mysteries uh, Are you trying to tell me? That this mystery is so interesting and fascinating, it may challenge your love for the mystery soda machine. Mm. I think the mystery soda machine brings so much joy to my heart that it's very hard to, for that joy to be touched. Yeah. But as far as what the fuck mysteries goes, this one fascinates me. Oh, mainly right. because there is great CCTV footage <laughs> and video footage of what happens, and that footage is insane. Right, so let's say this. You can go down a proper rabbit hole on this mystery, Joe. Badger holes, rabbit holes, whatever holes. I ain't going down no holes. I'm trying, man's trying to get home right. It's Friday night. Um, so the Sonic Mystery Machine is going to be your favourite positive mystery. Yeah. And this is going to be your favourite, you know, not positive mystery. I mean, this is going to be my favourite kind of, um, my favourite... Uh, I don't know what to say, Joe. I don't know what to say. Well, let's not say no more. Just yeah. hit me with the mystery. Let's fucking go, guys. Let's fucking go. So, we are... We are, we are, we are, we are, yeah, going, how far back are we going, 22 years? Oh, shit. I believe it's, I could be wrong, actually. No, that's a lie, that's bad math, sorry. Hold on, guys, we should just do sorry. calculations. We're going to Los Angeles. We're talking about big numbers here. We're going to 2013, Joe. Okay, so it's less than 10. It's like nine years, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yes, uh, we're going back nine years to L.A., now, the fact that it's in the last decade makes me feel like maybe I will know something about this mystery. But as you know, my memory is fucking terrible. And, um, but I'm still interested to see what we're going to do here. In 22 years plus of doing this job as a news reporter, this is one of those cases that kind of sticks with me because we know the who, what, when and where. But, Joe, before you leave, yeah, the why is always the question. So we know the who, we know the what, we know the where, but we don't know the why. That is how we're starting this fucking pod. I like that it. That statement right there. Go fill your car up with petrol and we'll come back to this mystery. I'll fill up with fizzy drinks if I could. That was the sound of Joe filling his car up. <laughs> Do not refer to your mum as my car. Um, how dare you? Just that little bit we were talking about before, the who, the what, the where and the why. Uh-huh. Reminded me of a movie. Oh. Uh, bonus movie? points to anyone who knows what movie this is from. I'm going to give you five seconds to get it, then I'm going to give it to you because I'm not going to remember this by the end of the podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. The movie is called Inside Man with Clive Owen. He says, "You know the who's, the what's, the where's, but the why, and you know why? Why? Because he can. Oh shit. That's why. He robs a bank. There you go. Great story. A 
Okay, let's get on to this fucking mystery. Yeah. So on January the 26th, 2013, Elisa Lam arrived in LA. Elisa Lam? Yeah. I do know this fucking story. It's a great fucking story. She had just come by Amtrak train from San Diego and was headed to Santa Cruz as part of her solo trip around the West Coast. Can I just say, fuck solo trips. Would you do a solo trip? I'd get bored, man. Would you? Yeah. And you quite like your own company. I do like my own company, but if you're if I'm in my own space, I've got all my comforts, you know, this is this is normalness. But if I'm going somewhere to do shit, I am gonna need something to do. And shared experiences are way better than solo experiences. Very true. Unless you're one of those people who's like, I'm I've got to discover myself. I need to find out who I am. Fuck that, I've always known who I am. I'm fucking amazing. I don't need the fucking trip to tell Number me. Number one prick, innit? Yeah, that's right. The trip was supposed to be a getaway from her studies at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, where she was originally from. Her family had been wary of her travelling by herself, but the young student was determined to do it, go it alone. As a compromise, Lam made sure to check in with her parents every day of the trip to let them know that she was safe. Oh, they're, they're responsible. That is very responsible. Absolutely wholesome. That's why it struck her parents as unusual when they didn't hear from their daughter on January the 31st. The day she was scheduled to check out of her LA hotel, the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> That's an interesting. I love the Cecil Hotel. Cecil. If you don't know, shut up. The Cecil Hotel, whatever. Um, no, Cecil, Cecil, whatever. It is a hotel where loads of fucked up murders have happened. If you want to know more about it, there's a great podcast called The Twenty and Go Podcast with this really attractive guy called Richard and Duncan. Um, and uh, it, we talk about the Cecil Hotel. So if you want to know more, go 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 to go check out the Twenty and Go Podcast, the Cecil I mean, Hotel episode. Uh, I can corroborate the story. It's a good episode. Richard Duncan, they are good-looking men. Okay. And they know what they're talking about. It's but if you ask interesting me, case. Cecil or Cecil, whatever it is, I'm not intending to sound offensive or prejudiced, but that's kind of like the most homosexual name I've ever heard. In what way? What? In what way? If you if you met a dude, his name's my name's Cecil. Cecil. <laughs> he's totally, he sucks dick. I, I've never thought that, ever, Joe. <laughs> I just heard it as like, oh, that sounds like a <laughs> What? I feel like a gay dude, like, you know, he owns his hotel. He's a very successful gay dude. <laughs> and he can name it after himself. Okay. Yeah. The Lambs eventually... Any gay dudes out there named Cecil or Cecil, please let us know, man. At WTF Mysteries. Yeah, Joe wants to suck your dick. <laughs> the Lambs eventually contacted the Los Angeles Police Department. The police searched the premises of the Cecil... Cecil. I'm saying it's so wrong, it's Cecil, but couldn't find her. I'm hearing Cecil now, like the game. That oh, you man, I'm to. fucking up. Police soon realised... Oh, fuck. The police soon released surveillance footage. Don't worry, Richie. <laughs> Reading's hard, Rich. Don't worry about it. Especially Numbers are hard. Little. Reading is when hard. When you fucking had a colonoscopy just a couple of days ago and you fucking had a fucking... What's that shit Rich called? Rich just had a big camera up his ass. What did they give me? Sedatives. Sedatives. Yeah, my brain don't work yeah, right, Joe. Oh, my God. brain don't work right. I think I just ate diesel. <laughs> Oh, I just filled up my car with diesel and I think I ate something. Oh, it's disgusting. We're both not doing a good job right now. Yeah. Um, police soon released surveillance footage taken from the cameras at the Cecil Hotel on their website. This is where things took a turn into the fucking truly bizarre joke. <laughs> the hotel video showed, and if you haven't seen the video, I advise everyone go look at the video. It's fucking creepy because it's knowing one that these are like the last moments um, of this person's life, but also. Um, the behaviour... She's dead. She's dead. I mean, come on, guys. It's, it's obvious she's dead. It's a mystery. She's always dead. Um, the the um, the footage of what happens, her behaviour is so strange and so debatable, and that's the interesting thing. Um, so, showed Elisa Lam in one of its elevators on the date of her disappearance, acting rather strangely. 
In pixelated footage, Lamb can be seen stepping into the elevator and pushing all the floor numbers. She steps in and out of the elevator. I hate it when people do that. Poking her head out sideways towards the hotel's hallways in between. She peers out of the elevator another few times before stepping out of the elevator eventually. Flashes her tits and gets back in. No. That's not happening. happened? No. Oh. The last minutes of the video show Lamb standing by the left side of the door, moving her hands in random gestures. Kind of looks like she's talking to someone. Sure. <laughs> Nobody else was captured on the video except Lamb. Public reaction to this inexplicable video crossed all the way to Canada and China, where Lamb's family is originally from. The four-minute video of Lamb's strange elevator episode was amassed tens, has amassed tens millions of views. I mean... CCTV don't pick up ghosts. She could have been talking to a ghost. Casper, for all you know. Could have been Slimer. On... How much does Slimer sound like some kind of fucking... Um, cummy ghost now, <laughs> as an adult? Like, what a wrong name. What a wrong name. I think some female... I love Slimer as a kid. Fe a male or female porn star should name himself Slimer. And their speciality <laughs> should be, like, really good at... Oh, my God. That would be insane. On February the 19th. covering <laughs> in so much saliva that their porn name is Slimer. <laughs> On February the 19th, two weeks oh, after the video was published by authorities, maintenance worker Santiago Lopez, cool name, found Elisa Lam's dead body floating in one of the hotel water tanks. Oh, yeah. Lopez made the discovery after responding to complaints from hotel patrons about low water pressure and a weird taste coming from the tap water because these motherfucking guests drank dead lady. dead lady water. Yeah, that's dead juice. What would you do if you found out that you, the water you drank that was so funky? What would you do if you found out that that was it a was dead, dead person? Dead person. Yeah, what would you do? Would you throw up? Would you think that was gross? I don't know. Like, would you feel like you need an exorcism? <laughs> like, I think the opposite. I think it would push me further into cannibalism. <laughs> I'd want to know more. I was like, this is the start of it. Let me see what the real... Let's get to the meat of it. <laughs> According to a statement by the chief of Los Angeles Fire Department, the tank in which Looking Lamb's... pretty good right now, Rich. <laughs> Lamb's body was found had to be drained completely and then cut open from the side to remove her five-foot-four frame. Only a little bit smaller than me. Just Rich ain't that tall. That's way smaller than you. I'm like two inches smaller now. I'm five-foot-six, man. five-foot-six? Yeah, I'm tiny, okay. bruv. That's still smaller than you. Nobody knows how Lamb's corpse, floating lifelessly next to the same clothes she wore in the surveillance video, ended up in the hotel's water tank. Yeah, because she was naked, but her clothes were floating in it. This is making me want to eat lamb right now. I'm really, I'm having Turkish yeah. tonight, <laughs> so I'm having lamb tonight. Yeah, so what happened? I got through a colonoscopy, I'm treating myself well, to Turkish. I won't, I won't start my theories yet. We'll get to the end of this mystery and then we'll start dropping theories okay. everyone. Uh, nobody knows how lamb's corpse floating, lifelessly, next to the same clothes she wore in the surveillance video. Ended up in the hotel's water tank, or who else might have been involved? Hotel staff authorities, uh, authorities that Lamb was always seen by herself around the hotel premises. But at least one person did see Lamb soon before her death at a nearby shop, eerily named The Last Bookstore. That's a, of your by the life. way, that is a great band name. It's like the Postal Service, hmm. like an electronic kind of band called The Last Bookstore. Last I'm going to make. Check. I've got no time in my life to make this, but I'm going to make a poster service uh, spin-off called The Last Bookstore. Okay. Owner Katie Orphan, fucking hell, that's her name, was among the last to see... No wonder she's got such a depressing bookstore. She's <laughs> never had no parents. Lisa, poor lady. Uh, to see Elisa Lame alive. Uh, Orphan remembered the college student buying books and music for her family back in Vancouver. So if she bought those books, she obviously planned to send them, right? Oh, she's a kind, kind... But she must kind have planned to send lady. them. 
Yeah, she did plan to send them. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if she told the person at the shop, these are for my family. Yep. Um, unless she meant, like, these are for my family, I'll leave them in, to them in my will when I kill myself in this uh, water tank. Yeah. But I think she planned to send them. I think she did. It seemed like Lamb had plans to return home, plans to give things to her family members and reconnect with them. Plans not to die. Wolfen said. Uh, when the autopsy results for Lamb's case came out, these are always important, it only served to ignite more fucking questions. Oh. Mystery. <laughs> the toxicology report. Welcome to What the Fuck Mysteries <laughs> with Richard and Cecil. <laughs> toxicology. <laughs> Revolt confirmed that Lamb had consumed a number of medical drugs, likely to be medication for her bipolar disorder. But I want to know, do they mean exceeded her dose or just a normal dose? Like, they're just saying that that's in her body. They're not really saying that she exceeded her dose. I watched a documentary on Netflix that is uh, very frustrating because it doesn't really give you any answers, which is probably what they want. Um, And I can't remember if she'd exceeded or just taken the usual or she hadn't. I should not take yeah, it in a while I got, yeah. like that. Um, there was no indications of alcohol or illegal substances in her body. Soon after the toxicology report came out, amateur sleuths began pouring over any, like Rich and Joe, began pouring over any information yeah. they could find in hopes of solving the mystery what happened was behind the death of Elisa Lamb. Loads of people with no talent or life of their own decided, how oh, can I make this about me? Dudes, there are some proper sleuths out there and I think, how do you have the time let me rephrase this people with no life I think if I was a stay at home dad I might do it like oh, if I had yeah. that kind of time oh yeah though really I'd probably be too busy being a dad yes <laughs> unless I'm a really shit parent well, I mean you might send the kids to school eventually if you love them that's enough true. to give them an education that's, that's, you might say go on children you I'm deserve a, to learn mate I can fucking teach them I don't need fucking send them to school homeschool them yeah. yeah fucking homeschool um, right for example one summary Those kids never stood a chance <laughs> Lamb's toxicology report was posted online by a Reddit sleuth, of course it's fucking Reddit, with an obvious interest in medicine. The breakdown pointed out three key observations. Okay, tell, break it down for me, Cecil. One, Lamb took at least one antidepressant that day. That's fucking normal. That's not enough That's fucking normal. <laughs> Two, Lamb had taken her second antidepressant and mood stabilizer recently, but not that day. Okay. Okay, but I have a question. How the fuck do you know this? I don't know, they must know in the toxicology or something. They oh, must right. know. Oh. And three, Lamb had not taken her antipsychotic recently. These conclusions suggested that Lamb, who had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression, may have been may not have been taking her medication properly. Do you know what? I'm gonna say something, right? As someone who takes a lot of fucking medication, yeah. when you have medication to take every day, sometimes you fuck it up and you forget. And you may maybe you think, oh, I haven't taken that one, I need to take that one later. Or you time it slightly differently. It's not the end of the fucking world. Yeah, I think... I'm not Dr. Richard, but I'm just saying. But, but you are a human being with a brain, and yeah. uh, it's important for people not to read into every minute detail as in like, what does this mean? Oh my God! People are dumb. People fuck shit up. Um, it is an important finding to note, given that the use of antidepressants to treat bipolar disorder can risk inducing manic side effects if done without caution. Uh, if you do what then? So they're saying if uh, certain uh, antidepressants that treat bipolar disorder can induce manic side effects. Oh, if I'm honest, when you read the side effects to these things, they are always insane. They're just like every worst case scenario is possible because legally they have to cover their asses. So they write all of this stuff. And at the end of every little side effect, it has a little message, good luck. 
Some shoes have understandably latched onto this detail and suggested it was likely the, a likely explanation behind Lamb's strange behaviour in the elevator. Uh, possible, possible. Hotel manager Amy Price's statements in court strongly support this theory. Of course it does. She's trying to fucking save herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she works at the Gay Hotel. Yeah. She's going to um, say those things. During Lamb's stay at the Cecil Hotel, Cecil Hotel, Price said that Lamb was originally booked in a hostel-style shared room with others. However, complaints... What the kind of fuck hotel is this? Oh, it's so it's a hotel that has two things. It has a separated, like, special part. Civilised people. Yeah, and then it kind of has this shared accommodation type of hostel type of area. And it's right next to... In LA, Joe, what's that really poor... Skid Row. That's it's right next to Skid Row. So, it's got one part for people and one part is privacy. And, that, and, and the shared entrance is on the Skid Row section. And one part for the people who want to shoot drugs and do yeah. prostitutes. Yeah, that's why there's so okay. much big so much murder and stuff in there. I mean it makes sense it's a good business model to be fair you cater to everyone <laughs> however complaints of odd Pimp behaviour from Lamb's roommates forced Lamb to be moved to a private room by herself now that says a lot what did the roommates say they just said odd behaviour they're saying she had odd behaviour yeah they're saying she's fucking weird I mean she's got bipolar sometimes that presents as odd behaviour yep agreed agreed very agreed especially if she's not taking a medication and some people who don't have any of these conditions they're just fucking I mean, some people are just odd. Some people are yeah. just different. Look at me and you. We're fucking different to some people. Some yeah. people think we're, we're crazy. We're way different because we're way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even if El- Elisa Lam had been suffering from mental health issues, I don't like it when they pin everything on mental health. Um, how did she end up dead? Further- furthermore, how did she end up in the hotel's water tank? Yes. So, the autopsy did not show any foul play from the evidence that was processed. She but wanted to go swimming. Could be. The coroner's office Fucking noted... Fucking Cecil didn't have a swimming pool. She needs to go swimming. But... Uh, they were I unable... come all the way to LA to not swim in a pool. They were unable to do a full examination because they could not examine the blood from Lamb's decomposing body. Ah, because all the people who drank it already. <laughs> <laughs> David and Yina Lamb filed a oh, wrongful death suit against the Cecil Hotel several months after their daughter's death was uncovered. The Lambs attorney stated that the hotel had a duty to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb and other hotel guests. The hotel fought back against the suit, filing a motion to dismiss it. The hotel's lawyer argued that the hotel had no reason to think that someone would be able to get into one of their water tanks. Based on the court statements from the hotel's maintenance staff, the hotel's argument is not entirely far-fetched. Santiago Lopez, who was the first to find Lamb's body, described in detail how much effort he had to exert just to find her body. Lopez said they took the elevator to the 15th floor of the hotel before walking up the staircase to the roof. Then he had to first turn off the rooftop alarm, that's true, and climb up on the platform where the hotel's four water tanks were located. Finally, he had to climb another ladder to get to the top of the main tank. Only after all that did he notice something unusual. I noticed the hatch to the main water tank was open, man, and I looked inside and saw an Asian woman lying face up in the water, approximately 12 inches from the top of the tank. Lopez said, uh, as reported by LAS East or whatever, Lopez, Lopez said, that bitch dead. <laughs> Lopez's testimony suggested that it would have been difficult for Lamb to make it to the top of the water tank on her own, at least not without anyone noticing. The hotel's chief engineer. Why? Pedro Tovar also made it clear that it would be difficult for anyone to access the rooftop where the hotel water tanks were located without triggering the alarms. Only hotel employees would be able to deactivate the alarm properly. If it was triggered, the sound of the alarm would reach the front desk as well as the entire top floors of the hotel. Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Howard Harm 
ruled that the death of Elisa Lam was unforeseeable because it had happened in an area that guests were not allowed to access. So the lawsuit was dismissed. Yep. Elisa Lam's mysterious demise was not the first to happen at the Cecil Hotel. In fact, the building's sordid past has earned its reputation as one of the most supposedly haunted properties in Los Angeles. Joe, this just quickly leads me on. Everyone, yeah. for October, I have planned all of the October mysteries to be about hauntings, ghosts, fucking Halloween. So we're having a Halloween mystery time for October, okay? Yeah, baby. All right, don't shit away with my ghost stories, Joe. Me? Yeah, man. Um, don't do a dunk. All right, then. But you better bring a noise with these ghost stories. It better not be like, I saw the curtain no, no. blow. There's some good stuff, man. There's if anyone stuff. talks about blowing curtains. There's some good stuff. Um, since opening its doors in 1927, the Cecil Hotel had been plagued by 16 different non-natural deaths and unexplained paranormal events. The most famous death associated with the hotel, other than Lambs, was the 1947 murder of actress Elizabeth Schultz, a oh. black Dahlia, who was reportedly seen drinking at the hotel bar in the oh, days yeah, before her grisly demise. The hotel has also hosted some of the country's most notorious killers in 1985. Richard Ramirez, you must know Richard of Ramirez, course. the night stalker, lived on top of the floor of the hotel during his monstrous killing spree. The story goes that after murder, Ramirez would dump his body clothes, uh, sorry, his bloody clothes outside the hotel and return half naked. Back then, the hotel was in such disarray. Back then, the hotel was just like, ah, it's the normal. No, Come it's on true. Richie. Ramirez would oh, stunt, barely raised an eyebrow, Joe. He would return half dressed with bloody clothes. They're just like, eh, eh, whatever. Eh. We don't look with eh. the hotel. Six years later, another murderous patron moved into the hotel. Austrian serial killer Jack Unterweger who earned the nickname Vienna Strangler. Was such you know a... what he did then, don't you? Yeah. He chowed down on Vienna sausages <laughs> before strangling. Is that a euphemism for masturbating? Yeah. You're my Vienna... Yeah, I'm he just, chowed down just on gonna, Vienna sausages. He's going to strangle my Vienna sausage. He Vienna sausage, yeah. With such a macabre history... He's a very violent masturbator, though, man. One would be that the Cecil Hotel would soon be condemned, but actually... The building was recently granted landmark status by the Los Angeles City Council. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically uh, their second biggest graveyard, right? It's also a tourist attraction now. Yeah. The hotel when is the festival. <laughs> I bet there is one. The hotel was given the distinction because of the building's opening back in the 1920s, which is considered the beginning of the lodging industry in the United States. Meanwhile, the tragic death of Elisa Lam at the hotel has, ins has inspired pop culture adaptions such as in American Horror Story Hotel that's a fucking wicked series by the way I highly recommend that, that series it's great finish this podcast first though. yeah during a press conference for the show Murphy who wrote the American Horror Story one uh, that the new season was inspired by surveillance footage from a Los Angeles based hotel that surfaced two years ago the footage showed a girl in an elevator who was never seen again an obvious reference to Elisa Lam and her bizarre elevator episode more recently a gaming studio came under fire after users of the game Yik, a postmodern RPG found undeniable resemblance to Lamb's case in the storyline. I want to play that game. Oh, you naughty thieves. In one scene of the game, main character Alex receives a video file showing another character Sammy in an elevator. The elevator door opens to reveal an alternative dimension on the other side. Sammy is then captured by a demon, kicking and screaming all the while. So, in 2016, interview Waypoint, Andrew Allison, co-founder of Ack Games, which is the company behind this, talked about how the death of Elisa Lam had influenced development, saying that... I don't want to go into that. I'm going into more interesting things. Yeah, fuck them people. So, that is the mystery. Overall, Yeah. it's not really solved. I mean... I mean, I guess it goes down as drowning, right? And um, 
cause of cause of death accidental drowning yeah so all those people on that netflix documentary i watched who uh the internet sleuths whatever you call them who act like you know they were Alyssa's best friends and they're so touched by her dying you know those bullshit merchants yeah. um they come up with theories like it must have been a hotel worker because how could you do this or that bullshit man she was off her meds she climbed in there she got in there realized she couldn't get the fuck out and she died that's that simple to me tragic and blunt and blunt but uh and brutal but that to me that's what happened there was no foul play That leads me to one thing I wanted to tell you about. I wanted to also say one more thing. If you're that kid's family and you know she's got a mental health condition, yeah, go travel by yourself. Go to this notorious uh, hotel where people die. You wouldn't let her go. You would try and hold on to her as tight as possible, surely. So I was introduced um, about this Elisa Lam um, yeah. thing on a podcast that I listened to, right? Yeah. And the way I actually was got so into it is, do you know about the elevator game? Yes, I know of it, kind of. From the documentary. The elevator game fucking fascinates me, Joe. Explain it for the listeners and for me. Yeah, it's it's quite a. Lo- I'm trying to find a good description of it because it's quite a long thing. It's if like I can you find one. In and out of the elevator. Yeah, but there's rules. There, there's all these rules with it, so I have to. Nah, with the make invention sure. of like computer games, people are still playing dumb games like this. Okay, let me see if I can do. This. Is this the one? Yes, yes, this is the one. Okay, I'm going for it. Right. Here you go. So, yeah. I'm gonna give you the instructions of this game. All right. One. Begin at any time, Joe. Okay. Doesn't matter what time. Two, enter your chosen building and proceed directly to the elevator. <laughs> okay. Three, call the elevator. So no stopping at the minibar first. Use only the up button to do so. If a down button is present, do not touch it. Okay. Four, when the doors open, enter the elevator. You must enter it on the first floor and you must enter it alone. Do not okay. proceed if anyone else is in the elevator with you. All right. Five. Press the button for the full floor. Six. Okay. When the elevator reaches the full floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. Okay. Seven. When you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the sixth floor. Yeah, I'm seeing the pattern here, yeah. Eight. When you reach the sixth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. <laughs> Nine. When you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the 10th floor. 10. Realise this game is fucking pointless and get on with your life. No. 10. When you reach the 10th floor, do not get out, Joe. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the 5th floor. What if your elevator's only got 5 floors? 11. When you reach the 5th floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not, do not look at her, Joe. Do not speak to her, Joe. What the fuck? So what Joe. I was expecting is that they would say, congratulations, you've wasted half of your fucking day doing this shit. So this young woman getting into the elevator, is this arranged or is it like, if there is a young woman, let her in. Don't fly kick her to stop her getting in. What? No, no, she's going to appear. She's just going to appear, Joe. Oh, that's the idea. And she's not what she seems. Okay, continue then. 12. Do not get out. Instead, remain at the elevator and press the button for the first floor. 13. You ready? Yeah. At this point, one or two things are going to happen, Joe. Yeah. The elevator will begin descending to the first floor, or it will begin ascending to the tenth floor. If the elevator des- descends to the first floor, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. Exit the building and don't look back. You may try again another time. If the elevator descends, the ritual has fucking succeeded, Joe. <laughs> yeah. You may notice. You may proceed and note, though, that if you are having any second thoughts about what you're about to do, if you find that you're losing your nerve, because this is your last chance to back out, 
To cancel their suscension and terminate the ritual at this point, press the button for any floor in the building besides the first or tenth floor. You must cancel the ascension before the elevator passes the ninth floor in order to terminate the ritual. Yeah, okay. Fourteen. When you reach the tenth floor, you may choose either to exit the elevator or to remain abroad. This better get to a fucking point, I'm telling you this. <laughs> if you choose to exit, and if the woman entered the elevator on the fifth floor, she may take this opportunity to ask you where you are going. Fifteen. Do not answer her, Joe. Sixteen. Do not look at her, Joe. Seventeen. I feel like I'm in the retarded version <laughs> of the ring. I feel like it's just like Bloody Mary, but in a way complex way. I feel like it's way. that stupid shit. You know, yeah, Candyman, 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 or Bloody Mary. With it's that game, but really complex and yeah. not interesting. Seventeen. Exit the elevator without comment. Eighteen. Now look around, but do not lose sight of the elevator in which you arrived. I've got a few more, Joe. I'm nearly done. Oh my Christ. <laughs> Nineteen. Who the fuck invented this game? You will. I know who invented this game. <laughs> fucking elevator repairman. They're out of fucking work and they needed someone to break their, these elevators around the world. You Jesus. will, it said, find yourself in another world. You hear that? You're in another world. Yeah, Joe. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're def- if you're playing this game, you're in another world already. Mentally, you have been in another world all of your life. Uh, 20. And although you may see many things and notice many details, you will know you have arrived in this other world. You will know for certain by one indication and one indication only. The only person present in it is you. So this other world is basically a water tank on top of the hotel. Yeah, I mean, there's a return trip, but I'm not going into it because that's another like 20 like stages. Look, I know... Um, maybe I'm of the age who's gonna. I'm gonna say a lot of shit is stupid, but that is fucking so idiotic. Who the fuck is gonna get in this elevator, press all these fucking buttons, going this way, that way, and then some random make-believe woman or girl is gonna appear? Do you believe that shit? You know someone's done it though, right? Someone's played this game. People have definitely tried to play this game. Yeah, of course they have. People are stupid. <laughs> yeah, we know this. Someone invented this game. If you're stupid and you've tried to play this game, please tweet us at... WTF Mysteries. <laughs> and please tell us how stupid you are. <laughs> if you can spell... That's a start. If you can operate a phone or a computer to tweet us, it's another start. Yeah. Anything after that will be disregarded. Okay. Um, do you think that... Is that delivered to me? Hmm. Do you think that um, it was... I should probably get out. Do you think it was Elisa Majiggy? Do you think she was playing that game? No, I think she was off a mess. Talk to listeners myself. All right, you, you. All right, listeners, I'm going to let you know what's happened. Uh, we've been driving home to watch Richard's home. He's just popped out of the car because a man that he described as insatiably good looking, <laughs> he had to go see what was going on. <laughs> nah, it's just a delivery dude. And he doesn't want his gay porn to get mixed up with someone else's. Okay, so this Alyssa Lamb thing. To me, maybe she was playing that game, maybe she weren't playing that game. I don't fucking know, and I don't fucking care. Facts is facts. She went up to the top... Uh, maybe she thought she was in another world. Maybe she saw a reflection in the mirror. Thought she was the other girl. And she went and climbed into that thing and she drowned. So anyone who's like got these big scary theories about. Ooh. Someone was talking to her. Someone was coercing her into the elevator. No nah, man. They ain't nobody. She, she did it herself. She did it all herself. And those parents. Let me tell you about those parents. Look. I ain't got kids. But I do know this. My kid suffers from bipolar. And if you have a kid who's got bipolar, it's likely they've had some sort of depressive thought in their life. You are not going to let them go on some fucking round-the-world trip, especially to fucking dangerous LA where they swallow up people like that off the streets. And Skid Row and these hotels. So these parents, I think the hotel should sue the parents for poisoning their fucking drinking water and making everyone <laughs> drink dead girl. That's right, parents. We drank your kids and we want repu- We want reparant. Rep- what's the word? Reprimand. No, not reprimands. What's it? Reparations. I'm looking forward to listening back to your rant. 
By the way, he was very good looking. Oh, okay. But and he did deliver your gay porn. He saw he delivered something really cool. My Ted Lasso box. Um, he looked at my jumper, my coat, which has got a Spurs coat, and he, and he said, asked, "Is your name Cecil?" He went on. Oh, he went, "Oh no, we're gonna do you tomorrow." And then I dropped my bag of sweets. Said, That's an omen. <laughs> I mean, maybe the coolest delivery guy other than that. He may be the coolest and best looking delivery guy you've ever met. sadly an Arsenal fan and that makes him scum. Yeah, it was still far more entertaining than the death of this girl. So did you not find this mystery interesting at all? So I, I got, it got bigged up to me by someone, I can't remember who, and they said, watch the Netflix thing. I watched it and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Okay. She does some crazy shit of the elevator. She does. And if you allow yourself to believe something else is going on, okay. it's really interesting. But you're going for the that theory that the simple the what is it the simple answer is the most plausible yeah most logical whatever that yeah. saying is but yeah to me that's what it is because it's there's no way she's gonna have done all that let's imagine someone's putting a gun at her sure. maybe she would have done some of that stuff but she would have looked fucking terrified not like she was having fun mm-hmm. and then no matter how much someone's putting a gun at you are you gonna get into that water tank maybe you are once you're in that water tank are you really gonna take your clothes off no no and it's, it's just it's a sad it's a basically a sad tragic story of someone who was mentally ill didn't take their medication and made a terrible mistake and drowned and killed themselves you know, yeah i feel sad now yeah i mean I, I i do feel sorry for the people who drank her that's kind of traumatizing i you suppose kind of killed my friday buzz well to be honest though i think the cecil hotel should be really happy about this in what way it just bigs up their reputation PR. that mad shit yeah. happens yeah yeah they're going to be like, we're the only hotel in the world where our guests drink the other guests. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. All right, the next, next month, all the, the next four weeks of mysteries are all going to be hauntings and ghost shit. Joe, I'm going to up my game. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to make sure the mysteries are enticing to you because I know you're not a believer, so I need some interesting cases that at least you'll be like, what the fuck? You are going to have to what try very hard to get me spooked, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, at least something where there's such crazy shit happening that you're just like, this is fucking insane, at least. I, I, would, I would like that to happen, okay. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that happen. All right, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, tweet again. Joe gets lonely. He wants people to tweet. What's the tweet? The, twi- the Twitter, Please if you tweet would like him. to Twitter us, is at WTF Mysteries. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers is just how I talk. Just at least drop a line telling him that he's he, he, he looks handsome or something. Uh, uh, a nice name, hair. Tweet him nice hair. That'll make him feel good. If your name is Cecil, reach out. <laughs>